Welcome to In, In It, it together. together. I'm Jay. And I'm Courtney. And this is our podcast where we discuss mental health and self-improvement from a couple's perspective. Well, thanks for tuning in again. Yes, we are back. And today we're going to be talking about something pretty special. Uh, yeah, you said you wanted to do something with uh, life lessons. That's it, life lessons. Yeah, I've had so many requests, like whether it's been in a live or a video being like, hey, what are your like favorite life lessons? And I was like, oh, that's a good one. Or best life advice, I guess, right? Yeah, that, I think that, that works. Best life advice. Yeah, sure. So I, I guess we narrowed it down to a couple of them, right? I think, well, three. Yeah, three. <laughs> well, three that we're going to talk about now. Uh, I think our, uh, one of our biggest ones is we've we made a podcast about it, right? That people are people. I think that yes, that's a, understanding that concept was a big thing. But these are more like life advices, right? Yeah. These are more things to kind of just apply to your everyday life that can really help you get through some certain situations and, you know, make improve yourself and, you know, your overall surroundings. Okay, so the the first one I think is is something that you came up with. Yeah, this is the this is mine, and this is something that uh, I made up because. Well, no, I don't think you made it up. I think I think it's it's a culmination of a lot of discussions that we. Yes, had. well, what I'm saying is like this. This one applies to me out of all of them, and it's the second you stop fighting so hard to be right and admit that you're wrong, is the moment that you become right. Oh burn yeah no you keep that's it's perfect like i know it's i remember right when now. you when you first said that to me i said yeah yeah that's absolutely you know spot on yeah literally it's like i find myself trying so hard to defend myself and just finding where i was right instead of just sitting back and you know admitting where i was wrong and then in that moment i become right and it's like this incredible switch that happens because you know just because I did three out of seven things correctly doesn't take away from the other four things that I didn't do so well. Um, so that that ooh, that was a burn. But that one for me is is a big one. Yeah, I think. Well, it's, I think it's for both of us. I just I I just naturally admit when I'm wrong when I need to be wrong. Um, but that's something that you struggle with a lot. Yeah. A lot more. But I think because it's more of me looking that as a reflection of me as who I am, my character, my worth. And it's not. It's not. Like, I'm not the failure. I just, my action was the failure. And um, I think over time, that's my goal. Like, just stop trying to be right right now. Just accept where you went wrong. And then you become right. And then it's a win-win, you know? Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know, even even when you're the most right, there's in any argument or any discussion or anything there is some fault and we've talked about this right even even when i'm like the most right there's still something that i can you know i could have been better i could have been better in this i could have done something that so the moment like you said right the moment that you just admit that you're wrong then you know you become right exactly and and that's it's crazy to think that the second you just stop that that one thing can make you know things differently and so yeah that's something that i'm I need to work on. Big yeah, because you can quell a lot of arguments, I think, that way, too, you know? Exactly. So it it kind of throws everything off kilter in, 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 you know, in an argument when the person that you're trying to argue with, you know, instead of sitting there arguing their point can They're say, like, okay, I, right. I understand what you're coming from, right? And, and I, I was wrong in that, but... And I think that does that helps. I think yeah, it's great I mean, life I think advice. yeah, I think it would really help with with our interactions. And you yeah. know, I, I'm gonna go full disclosure here. 
And the full disclosure is, I know it doesn't matter how long I've been working on myself or what I've been doing. This is this is one of the deepest things that I need to work on. Right? It's my it's my need to defend myself. It's my need to find that I'm right. And you know that comes from years of being gaslit as a kid growing up. That comes from years of my voice not matter mattering. You know, and I need to understand that my voice is fucking loud and it matters. And you know, it, I, I just, I need to not worry about defending myself. If I'm confident in what I did, you don't need to defend yourself. But if I screwed up, then I was like, crap, sorry about that. And it's an opportunity to, to be better, right? Because the moment that you re- recognize your fault in something, right? It, That's it, what makes you better. That's exactly. It gives right. you an opportunity to, 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 you know, improve that so it doesn't happen again. Exactly. And so I think it's really, I don't know, that, that, was, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, and I think that leads us into like kind of like the next one, it right? It does. The next one is is find the lesson. Find the lesson. And finding the lesson is something that um again is really tough for me. Hello. And I think again it's because to find a lesson in something would have to mean that I would have to admit my fault, okay? And I would have to see myself as having failed at what I was doing, which are the two biggest things. Defend, I didn't do anything wrong. You know, it's just a natural, it's a trauma response. It's something that I have to deal with. So finding the lesson is huge, you know, and and that simply just means is, okay, this was a failure. This friggin' failed. Why? It failed because I didn't have my schedule updated or I didn't do this or I didn't take the time to thoroughly plan this out. Find the lesson. The lesson is next time. Take that added time. Take 10 minutes to yourself, you know, and it's just focusing on the lesson and not on the failure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and like and we like we just said, right, every failure is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to grow. So don't be afraid of failing and don't run away from, from failures. And you've said this a lot as well, as you cannot appreciate success without failure. Yeah, so they, don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of failing and don't be afraid of, you know, admitting that you're wrong. You know, we're all human. We're, we're all imperfect beings and we all fail and we all do things wrong. And it's about what we take away from those uh, instances that define us. Yeah. And I think for me, it's like I focus on your response. Like I'm focusing on that he's upset and he's angry right now. When sometimes you have the right to be upset and angry and frustrated because you were just arguing with me for 15 minutes because I refused to admit that I was wrong. And I'm sitting there trying to prove my 2% being correct in a situation. And so you're frustrated at the point. And then instead of just admitting that I'm wrong and focusing on that, I'm now focused on the fact that you're upset and now I'm emotional because you're upset. <laughs> And it's and it's this never is awful. I know. Well, it's never the man. I'm being called out. I'm calling. <laughs> well, myself, you're calling yourself out, but, but that's, I think that's how you heal. Exactly. Yeah, that's I got to per- look in the mirror and be like, you know what? You're a freaking idiot. You're emulating <laughs> what we're talking about, right? Because a lot of the times, you know, my frustration isn't. I'm not. You know, I'm. I'm not here to battle who's right and who's wrong. I just want to get to the point where let's fix the the the, the issue, right? Whatever the problem is, wherever the failure happened, let's look at what got us to that failure so we can fix it instead of, okay, I, I don't care if I'm right or wrong. You know, when I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. 
you know, and I didn't I just and I, I want for you to do the same. Right. I want you to stop arguing with me whether you did something right or you did something wrong in the moment. Just accept the failure and then let's figure out how it doesn't happen again. And I think for me, it's like I hate, I get triggered. Like when you say, like, here we go again or there you go again, you failed again or whatever. And it's just like I I I, I focus on that. And, it, and all I hear is that you know, you can't do anything right. You're a failure. Like, that's what I pull from it. And again, like you said, you're not the most, you know, you're not the most eloquently spoken in the things. You're just going to say what has to be said. So it's like, you shouldn't have to alter what has to be said because I have a trauma response. You know, we need to work through it. I think you can be understanding of it. You know, you're just going to say what has to be said. Well, I'm working on it. Let's be, let's kind of be fair a little bit, right? You know, so you are. I, I've, I'm, you know, yeah. when once you've pointed that out to me, I'll say, okay, you know, I have to, be able to change my verbiage you know if it's something that's triggering you then i absolutely have to change that so it doesn't trigger you and i and i'm, I'm getting emotional right now so i'm gonna try to swallow this <clears throat> i know where that comes from now i just had a light bulb head a uh, light bulb moment <laughs> light bulb head. whoa where i just remembered being like in my kitchen and something had happened when i was younger and just having the person look at me the way that they were looking at me and just yelling at me and in this stern little face and this little and just looking at me and with you know like I was nothing like I was nothing like what don't you understand how many times do I have to tell you know what I mean so when you've had to say what do you don't understand you know how many times have we had this conversation I'm that kid in the kitchen going oh god you know, and I, I, I just had this like crazy, like, this is what happens with trauma healing. Memories happen. I remember. What don't you get? What don't you understand? You know, does your brain not work? Like these things coming to me and then I'm, I'm all of a sudden, I'm like, like a time machine sitting back there in the kitchen shaking. Like I actually, I'm going to say this on air. I actually like peed my pants. I was so scared. Like, I just had this You memory. were a little kid, though. I was a little kid. And I like, I, I didn't pee my pants yesterday, but I did pee my pants when I was a little kid. I just urinated. I was just so, I just peed myself. And and now, now I can understand why I clam up when you say certain things or you do certain things. And nothing that you're saying is wrong. You know, an adult should be able to hear, you failed. Why don't you understand what I'm saying? You know, but that to me, I just, I, I, I trigger back. Now I'm starting to make the correlations like, oh, okay, that's why. Like I just had this light bulb moment go off in my head. And, and now that you tell me that, then I can, I can adjust, you know, cause again, a lot of the things that I say are, are out of frustration, but now that I know that that's a trigger for you, then I, I need to be more cognizant of how I'm communicating. And yes, I'm very harsh at times and I will say things but, you know, if I'm aware, if I'm cognizant of how this is, because how your intention things, isn't to hurt me. Yeah. You know, your exactly. intention isn't supposed to be, you know, to hurt me. Yeah. That's not what you want to do. You know, and I think a lot of the times my intention is just to snap you into, okay, you know, this is, I'm not here to battle you about who's right and wrong. I'm just trying to help you get to a point where you understand where the failure happened so it doesn't happen again. And again, if you're if I'm using words that are triggering you and making you feel a certain way, then I need to, you know, be cognizant of not to use those trigger and terms. I, honestly, to be I able, didn't even remember that until like we're sitting here. Yeah. Like I literally was just like, oh my God, now I know where that came from. Like that even came from people in my family, like gaslighting me. Like that's what it is. It's gaslighting in a in a sense. And I, I, you know, people in my family saying things like that, like, you know, or 
you know, I'd hear them talking about me behind my back. Like, she just doesn't get it. You know, her brain's kind of, you know, she's just, she, she's, she's a good girl. I always got that. I always, the people were dismissive. Like, now I'm thinking, and I can see holidays in my head. She, you know, she's a good girl. She, you know, like so let's I was get a back. dog. Yeah, well, let, let's, let's, we've we kind of veered off. No, we did, but on, I thought that that the... was really important that, that I could give them that piece of me. Like, hey guys, I have these, these like burst in my head too. So back to, so just to go back to what we were talking about, right, is finding the lesson, right? So how do we find, how do you find lesson on all these? Okay, well, for me, what happens for me is, so let's say, you know, dinner turned out to be a bust or something like that. Not that that's happened before, right? Uh, you know, it wasn't planned. So I have to sit down and say, why? Like, how can I find the lesson in this, you know? And so I look at what my actions were up until that point. You know, and then I compare it to a time that dinner was successful. Okay, so what's the difference between the two? Well, I communicated two days before to my husband, so he went to the market and got what I needed. Okay, da da da. I write that down. Like, that's that's what helps me is is doing that because that's exactly what you said to me. Well, what was different last week? So you need to find a moment where it was successful and a moment where it failed, and then try to look at the comparisons of what you did differently. That's finding the lesson because then you say, aha, you know what? I'm never going to do dinner on a fly like that again. And if I don't have something planned for that day, because I know myself, I'm just going to take out. That's it. Take out. That's my that's my out because there was nothing that's going to come good of that. Me rushing to a store, I'm going to forget something. Then it's going to take time away from something else. So finding the lesson is is what's really going to help prevent you from doing it again. You got to learn from it. You got to find the lesson and you're going to sit with it for a little bit. Yeah, because we... we it's all about habits, right? You have to, we have all these bad habits and that we have to replace with better habits. And the only way to do that is to continuously do the things that work. And I think that's what you were talking about, right? When you're doing something, it's easy, you know, when, when things are going great, they're going great for a reason, right? right? They're going great because you're doing the things that need to be done correctly for that outcome to happen. The moment that things fall apart, it's a lot of the times have to do with the fact that you forgot or you you failed to do the steps that made you successful. And it's that's, a habit, exactly. And that's and that's the thing that is like I, and I can see this in myself, you know. And I and I do I want to beat myself up right now? Absolutely not, because that's ineffective and that's wasted energy. So I'm going to take this moment to find the lesson, and the lesson is is if it works, do it. That's the ultimate lesson. So planning works for me. Plan, Courtney. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. We're talking about life advice. And I think I'll, I'll add that one to it, right? I'll add that as one of my life advices, right? Success is a habit, just like failure is a habit. So these are these are both habits. And you, you again, if you want to be successful, whether it's in work or, or, your, or your self-improvement journey, you have to make success a habit, right? Not to say, again, we're all imperfect beings. We're all going to have failures. We're all going to fall. You know, we're all going to fail to do something. But if you find the lesson and then you make it a, a habit to succeed, then it's going to ultimately help you in this journey. I'm just going to say here that I'm actually reading a book right now about habits. <laughs> It's a great book. That's where I got my little pictures that I put around the house to remind me to do things, you know? So you got to find what works for you. So find the lesson. And if you're struggling with getting that, so for example, for me, I, I may struggle with scheduling or whatever. You know, I have a little note up that reminds me to do that. So find the lesson and then find an intervention that can help you be successful with that. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think we're gonna we're gonna pause right here, right? We'll take a quick break for a message. And then when we get back, I think we'll talk about our last one, right? And I think that's a really important one yes. that a lot of people miss. And it's something, it's a life lesson that, you know, we live by all the time that we've learned together, you know, as a couple. So I, I will, we'll save that for the after the break. And we're going to give a quick message here. And then we'll be right back. We want to take a moment to thank our listeners for all their continued support. If you like the show, please consider supporting us via Venmo at QAskCourtney. That's the letter Q, Ask Courtney. Any amount is appreciated and will help us to be here with you on your self-improvement journey. You can also reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. That's E-P-I-C-P-H-A-N-Y media.com. Thank you. Now back to our podcast. So we've been talking about life advice and, you know, what life advice we can give to our listeners. And we've gone through a couple of them, but I think we're going to key in on one that's very important to us. And I think it's going to be important to all our listeners. And that's to give yourself permission. Yep. Give yourself permission. And this was the biggest step for me is, you know, realizing that I needed to tell myself it was okay to do whatever it is that I was going to do. And that for me was, I don't know, I think it was just mind blowing that I needed to give myself permission. And I think we forget this. It's like we seek external validation and we, we want someone else to be like, yeah, you can do that. Or yeah, that's the good thing to do. We just need to give it to ourselves. We waste so much time waiting to feel like something is okay. We're waiting for the right moment. Just give yourself permission in the moment to do it. No, absolutely. I think it is something that a lot of people miss, right? They miss giving themselves permission. And when we say that, it's, you know, give yourself permission to feel the way you need to feel. And a lot of times we don't, right? We, we're, we're seeking validation for our feelings from from outside sources. Like, you, you know, is it okay for me to feel this way? Is it okay that, you know, I was upset? Or is it okay that I'm sad about this? Should I be, you know? But allowing yourself to feel the way you need to feel, giving yourself that permission is a key ingredient to helping you understand yourself and be self-intuned. So that things can be resolved. You know, if you don't give yourself permission to feel a certain way, then all that's going to do is stay buried with inside of you. You know what I mean? Like when you said, give yourself permission to feel. It's like, you know, giving yourself permission to ask for help. Like people will sit and just their life is crumbling all around them. But whether it's because of pride or they don't feel worthy enough or whatever it is, they don't ask for help. It's they haven't given themselves permission to ask for help, you know, and I think it's really important that we do that. We start giving ourselves permission to do the things that we need to do without waiting for someone else to do it for us. Yeah. And that goes to, you know, what you said, like healing is, is something else that you should give you, you need to give yourself permission to, to heal. Right. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of our listeners that are, li that listen to us are because they've had some traumatic experience. Right. And you, a lot of the times you start to blame yourself, right? We talked about like victim blaming and stuff like that. It's important to allow yourself or to give yourself that permission to say, you know what? I'm worthy of healing. I'm worthy of uh, getting past this or getting through the trauma of being the best version of myself. I give myself that permission to go ahead and say, you know what? I'm not my trauma. Therefore, I deserve to heal. 
Exactly. So there's this little saying that I tell everybody when we're in my live or people that I coach, right? You got to feel it to heal it. So you're going to be stuck in your trauma until you can give yourself permission to do two things. And it's separate. You need to give yourself permission to feel. Then you need to give yourself permission to heal. Like you were saying, if you don't give yourself permission to do those things, you just end up feeling stuck. You need to believe that you're worthy of the journey to healing. You need to believe that there's nothing in this world that should get in the way of you doing these things for yourself. You have to say, you know what? You have permission to let go. You have permission to heal. You're worthy of healing. You have permission to not want to have to talk to that person. Give yourself permission to remove toxic people from your life. Telling yourself that it is okay to do what you need to do for your own healing is what you need to do to heal. Nobody else is going to give you permission. The people around you, half the time, they don't love you for who you are. They love you for the trauma responses and what they can get from you. You're not going to get permission from someone else to heal, especially if it means putting a boundary up to protect them because they're the toxic ones. No one is going to give you the permission. You have to do it. And it's so simple that it seems so complicated. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, you know, it's so tough for people to kind of to do that for themselves. You know, they always wait for someone. And that's, you know, we, we talk about this in terms of like even with coaching and therapy, you know, you have to uh, you, you, you're waiting for that person to save you when the only person that can make any difference in your life is you. They're there to help you along the way, but you have to be able to give yourself the permission to heal, the permission to, you know, do the things that need to be done to make a positive impact and effect in your life. Exactly. And, you know, if you've listened to, a, you know, a podcast on, you know, parenting, and we kind of talked about scaffolding and stuff. That's what therapy should be. That's what coaching is. And this is how I perform as a coach. Scaffold. You know, that means just a guide, but you're the one to do the work. You have to give yourself permission to go back in time and talk about what was painful. You have to give yourself permission to feel the anger, the sadness, the despair. You have to give yourself permission to forgive yourself for what you didn't know then because you just didn't know it so that you could move on now. And it's just, it's a paradigm shift in your brain where you have to be able to say, I give myself permission to heal. I give myself permission to feel. I give myself permission to feel whatever it is I need to in this moment. I give myself permission to not have to call that person back. The more you practice it, the more permission you give yourself, the quicker you can get out of the rut that you're in. I give myself permission to accept my failures. I give myself permission to see where I went wrong so that I can find where I need to go to be right. That's part of the process. And that's something that I'm having to learn. I have to give myself permission. Permission, I, I give myself permission to fail too. I have to be okay with failing. We have to be okay with it. Give yourself permission to make mistakes because you're never going to learn if you don't. So as you can see, like these, I feel like these three life lessons just kind of go, go all together, right? You have stop trying to be right all the time. Find where you went wrong. And in that moment, you'll become right, which means you're finding the lesson. And then after you find the lesson and you figure out, okay, this is what went wrong and this is what I need to do better. Then you can give yourself permission to do the work. And it's funny how these three big life lessons are the ones that I think for me have had the most profound effect. And I'm still failing, <laughs> but I have to give myself permission to fail. And I also have to give myself permission to not always have to be right. You know, I think that's something with me. I have like this need to be right. And for somehow, some reason, I now, because I had that light bulb moment, I can click it back to when I was younger and 
You know, now I know where that desire to be right comes from. Now I can understand that. I couldn't see that before. But I just processed this. You know, I gave myself permission to be vulnerable. I gave myself permission to talk this out on air. And I think that that's what we all need to be doing, giving ourselves permission to do the things we need to do for ourselves. And when we do that, we inadvertently help the people around us. They start to see like, oh, okay, well, she want to do that, I'm going to do that for myself. Oftentimes people will say, I don't know what you're on, but I want it. People say that to me all the time. I don't know what you're on today, but I want some of that. Well, give yourself permission. Give yourself a dose of permission. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like you said, everything that we talked about, you know, they all go hand in hand. They do. So the, the moment that you, again, you, you, you admit being wrong and accept being wrong about something is the is the mo is the is the moment you can start to learn to heal you know and 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 improve you know and that's the moment that you find that lesson right you can you can find lesson in every failure everything that you did wrong is an opportunity to grow exactly every failure is a lesson waiting to be learned Truly. And the thing with whole given permission, and I kind of, you know, want to, you know, briefly touch upon this before we end, is giving yourself permission to walk away from things that no longer serve you. You know? That's just, an important one. I, I really feel like it is. A job, a boss, a relationship, a family member. This no longer adds value to my life, so I give myself permission to walk. Just as you have permission to walk away from something, that person has permission to walk closer to you to be better if they want to. We have to stop basing our decisions on how is this going to affect so-and-so, you know? Now, you know, within reason, you want to be able to think of the people that are in your life and be considerate, kind, and caring. But if it's a toxic situation or if it's a one-way street or it's unrequited love in a relationship— it's okay to walk away from what no longer serves you. If it's not serving you, it's taking from you. You know, and that's really ultimately what I've done in some circumstances without realizing. I've walked, you know, I walked away from a job being like, yeah, that day I was done. We have to do things for ourselves. And it's scary. It's scary to walk away into a direction when we don't know what's waiting for us. But you have to give yourself permission to get lost. You have to. You have to sometimes get lost to find yourself. And I think that that's something that we struggle with. We struggle with giving ourselves, you know, time and patience to just be, you know. We're called human beings, right? But we don't just be with things, you know. We should be called human doings. Because all we do, we're always doing something. We need to give ourselves permission to just sit, to be with what we have, to take the time, to figure out what it is we need to do, and then just move through it. Don't wait for somebody else to tell you how to start healing. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. I can't I can't add any more to to the to the conversation than this. So we'll uh I'll I'll end it here. I don't know if you have any more to say, but No, I just I wanna just just to thank everybody. I wanna thank our listeners for being here with us, you know, through this journey and for sharing with me like they do all the time and for also being open, you know, having open arms to my vulnerability and providing a safe place for me. And I just, I really feel, I just want to say thank you. And I'm, I'm, you know, I hope people can feel that for themselves too, that you guys know that we're here for you. And I just wanted to thank you. And guys. we appreciate you. And we appreciate you guys because you guys give us, we provide this platform, but we also heal through, you know, the messages that we uh, relay, right? We, we find ourselves from, doing this work right we find you know who we are and and what we are and what we contribute 
talking to you guys. So we appreciate you guys listening to us. Yes. And I just want to end it here. Give yourself permission to tell your story because stories are made to be told. So reach out because we'd love to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to have got people on the on the podcast talking about their experiences and talking about, you know, how listening to us has changed you in, in, in some positive way. Uh, or, you know, how how you want to add or, or, or do more. So that's important to us. So absolutely reach out to us and let us hear your stories. So I hope everybody enjoyed our uh, podcast today. And again, make sure to reach out from us and we hope to hear from you guys. I hope you guys took something away from the podcast that's positive that you can use to help you in this journey. And that's all we're, we want. You know, that's what we're about here. So guys, if you aren't following me already, you can find me on TikTok at Ask.Courtney, on Instagram at AskCourtney underscore, and on YouTube at AskCourtney. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future podcast, you can reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. We'd love to hear your stories, guys. So make sure to reach out. And as always, we're all in this together. So stay safe. Remember, there's no shame in asking for help. Till next time.